the cure for the pain is in the pain. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. The Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast streams live on Facebook and YouTube. You can like, share, and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. You can also like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, my listeners can get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Just sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. The cure for the pain is in the pain. Pain and suffering sounds like a very happy topic for today, but hey, it had to come up at some point. Um, I mean, pain is inescapable. We are part of an imperfect world, so naturally, at some point in time, we're going to have to deal with the issue of pain, even if it's on a small scale. Uh, you know, when we're younger and we run into the corner of the coffee table where we're running around like a crazy person, or when we get older, when the pain becomes much, much deeper or real. And in many cases, kids are dealing with pain that adults haven't even learned to cope with yet. So I'm going to try to tackle this issue to the best of my ability. Um, what I don't want to do is I want to make sure I don't trivialize any pain or suffering you may be going through. Um, if I come across as callous or or overly optimistic, I apologize for that. Uh, my goal is to at least give some sense of purpose to whatever pain people might be enduring. Um, because pain and suffering are inevitable, and it's something that we really, at some point, will have to wrestle with, you know, at some point in our lives. And, well, I've been through many seasons of my life of extreme pain, um, emotional uh, or existential which is more of the metaphysical or religious sense. But I got a couple recommended books on it too. So hopefully hopefully we can get somewhere productive through this discussion. And feel free to leave comments while the live stream is running on Facebook or YouTube. It's monitored during the show. And if we have comments at the end of the episode, we will discuss them. So the cure for the pain is in the pain. Well, if you're human and you have a pulse, then you have experienced some level of suffering at some point. Maybe you've been blessed up to this point. You haven't ex you haven't experienced a extreme, extremely painful event. And frequently, what comes up as a as a question or even a criticism toward religious people is, you know, why does God allow pain and suffering? Uh, one of my favorite books on this subject is The Problem of Pain by C.S. Lewis. Uh, another one is if you're experiencing a loss where somebody's passed away and you're trying to understand your emotions better as you kind of work through that, you're going through the grieving process. Another great book on that by C.S. Lewis is called A Grief Observed. Both of them have audiobook forms, and the audiobooks are quite good. I, I like them a lot. It's one of those things where it just kind of depends on your preference. So the, the written ones are obviously great too. But the um, 
the problem of pain and a grief observed are great books on this subject. But what I've kind of learned through experience is that every area of our lives that we experience growth in, we also experience pain in. And so I'm going to try, I'm going to try to, to the best of my ability, communicate why I think we shy away from painful experiences so much and how that's not necessarily the best thing we can do. And, and I think this quote points to it as well. So pain in general is meant to be a physio, physical or emotional response to something that we find distasteful or something we don't, we don't, it's made to be a feedback system, right? So we experience pain so that we can learn from pain. You know, the most obvious example that people bring up is when a kid touches a hot pan on a stove, you know, they, they burnt, they get burnt. And then you experience the pain from burning your hand. And then when they experience that pain, hopefully that remembering that pain teaches them a future lesson, right? So that they won't touch the stove again when it's hot or they'll be more careful the next time. Fundamentally, I think this is the purpose of pain, right? We have a feedback system in our lives. And that, that feedback system can go awry like any other system. But we have an emotional feedback system and a physical feedback system in our lives that that teach us to avoid certain things or to be cautious with certain things. The problem is, is if we have we are wrongheaded about this feedback system and we assume that pain should not exist at all. Or we put ourselves in situations in which we never experience pain. We will never learn where our limits should be. You know, in other words, we'll never learn the limits of reality. Just like we wouldn't learn not to touch a hot stove if we didn't know what hot was. And so pain and suffering in this respect are tools so that we can learn the boundaries of reality. We can learn the limits. Death exists so we can appreciate life. It's like everything is a paradox when you look through the, the, the lens of pain and suffering is if you try to imagine a world in which no suffering existed, there would also be a world in which no growth existed, no understanding. Because pain and suffering are necessary components to know the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, if, if, if we don't experience death, then we don't really know how to value life. And so the, 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 the reality of the situation is that we have to learn to live with pain. In fact, if we actually learn to embrace pain and move into pain, I'm going to get into that in a minute, then we're embracing a life of perpetual growth. For example, I like to use the, the basic human struggle with exercise. <laughs> Because exercise is something I think everybody struggles with at some point. You know, we have to get in shape at some point. Maybe we can get away with it when we're young, but then eventually we get older and then our health actually has to be, you know, our bodies, they age. So we get to a point where we do have to wrestle with this health issue. Well, I'll tell you what's painful. A diet is painful. You know, when you, when you go down a path of calorie deficit, 
right, where you're consuming less than your body uses every day, you're going to experience physical pain because your body is has to start breaking down fat and then consuming it. So you actually, part of a diet is learning to live with a little bit of pain every day. You know, the pain of not having the food you want or the pain of your body needing more energy than you're putting in it. The same thing with physical exercise. There's a saying, no pain, no gain, right? Well, that's because when you break down muscle tissue, our bodies rebuild it back stronger than it was before. And I think this is the perfect metaphor for emotional pain as well, is that when we break down emotionally, our emotions, if we allow them to to process fully and we accept our emotions and we don't re- we we don't reject the feelings that we're experiencing and we aren't honest about them if we don't reject them and we allow them to fully manifest and maybe we even journal about it then that allows our emotions to be ripped down much like our muscle tissue and then that that painful experience much like our muscles get rebuilt stronger than they were before so it is like building emotional and spiritual muscle when we experience pain and when we've really grasped this concept, then then pain doesn't, not only does it become an essential component with life, but it actually, there's a rare breed of people who walk into pain and suffering because they realize that that is the optimal path to the, the optimal and fastest route to growth. There's a book that is a military book, and the gentleman's name is David Goggins. And it's called Can't Hurt Me. He, he was raised in an abusive home, physically abusive, like to a ridiculous degree. Uh, there's bad language in it because he's a military guy. And actually, I think it sells his, his approach to life quite well. I, think, I, think the, I don't think the language is unnecessarily used. But the book is called Can't Hurt Me because he, he talks about how 90, I think it's the 10% rule or the 20% rule. How were we, we, when we mentally think we've reached our limit, we've really only reached our 10% or our 20%. In other words, like we can master this, this walking into suffering thing. And he was able to transform his life from an abusive family, physically abusive childhood to a massively overweight and obese youth where he was in his twenties and he gained a ton of weight to joining the military, becoming a U.S. Navy SEAL, and eventually becoming the Ultraman, which is one of the highest physical achievements, if not the highest physical achievements a human being can reach. And, and in the book, Can't Hurt Me, he, he describes this, this necessity of going into pain and suffering because that's where you grow. And if we can master pain then there is no limits to our potential. There's actually an amazing part of his story that's in the book that I'm not going to spoil here because if you read the book, I, it, it, it was just like a holy cow moment for me. when I, I literally had to sit down the book and go, wow, this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you can follow him on, on most of the major social networks as well. He's very active and, and engaged with his community. That's David Goggins. But the, the, this basic idea of a, the comfort, our comfort zones are not only 
nothing not only do we not grow in our comfort zones but but they're really only meant to be places we visit not places we live is a whole different outlook on on what you can look at or how you can look at your life we're gonna go in that here in a moment but first wisdom worth knowing is brought to you by amazon audible if you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time then audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you with audible listening is the new reading you can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. For my listeners, for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of this free 30-day trial. That's right. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online and never be charged. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org to take advantage of the free 30-day trial from my listeners. And that additional title, if you do sign up, you can grab the Can't Hurt Me book or The Problem of Pain or a grief observed. All three of those books are on Audible. Uh, the the Can't Hurt Me book is particularly cool because they did this little mini podcast thing between the chapters where he gets interviewed while they're reading the book to you. It was a pretty unique approach to audiobooks. That was quite fun to listen to. So pain and suffering, which we have a tendency to look at the world if we haven't reconciled this reality that pain is not only part of the world, but an essential component to our growth, if we haven't fully accepted that, then we should probably start to begin to process that because that is really the only healthy perspective of pain. Now, there are extreme levels of suffering that, that get existentially complicated, like the unnecessary or seemingly unnecessary suffering of, of children and, and, uh, all the unnecessary suffering that goes on in the world. That pain and suffering is sadly a byproduct of undisciplined people, untrained people. When we were given the world, and this is just what I believe, we, we were handed a responsibility and we were handed the responsibility to show good stewardship of the world. So it was our responsibility and it still is our responsibility as human beings to take care of each other and of the of the world we live in. So when we are given that responsibility, we can't expect the person to, who has given us the responsibility to swoop in and rescue us from that responsibility because the purpose of it is so that we grow. And because we, we aren't the best, and this is more true in some areas of the world than others, the byproduct of our lack of proper stewardship of the world is that people suffer because we don't take care of each other. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't. It's our fault in a nutshell. If I'm, if I'm in a nutshell, the, the most of the suffering that's going on in the world, you know, we can sit there and we can, we can scream into the sky at God for what he's done to us. But in most cases, it's our fault. If not all cases, Certainly in most cases. 
you know, and, and accidents do happen. You know, that's just part of being human beings. And unfortunately, accidents do mean, they do mean death sometimes. And, you know, and that, that's supposed to be a warning to us. That pain is supposed to show us where our limits are, you know, and where we need to be more cautious and where we need to be more careful. And it's, it's hard to accept that reality. But when, when you, if you think of the world in which we were given full autonomy and we were given independence, and we were given minds and we were given strength, we were given, given the ability to solve problems. you begin to understand that when when things kind of fall apart it's generally because of decisions that were made poorly in the moment or poorly many many generations ago and often we see the consequences of that poor decision making in their most horrific form at the end of it and so everything we do matters you know all the decisions we make matter And it, it's hard to see. It's hard to see sometimes. It's hard to see the negative consequences of poor leadership, of poor stewardship, of... Because ultimately, the kids suffer first. You know, our, our children and our youth suffer before anybody else. They suffer under our lack of wisdom and our lack of responsibility more than we do because children haven't fully developed and cultivated the emotional tools and experience necessary to deal with reality. And so it's our responsibility to address those issues as we develop and cultivate them. Sorry, I had to make sure I worded that correctly. We need to create a world in which children can thrive. The inexperienced and the innocent can grow and develop safely. That's our responsibility. And the sad part is, is most of us don't really take ownership of that responsibility. It's much easier just to blame others. It's easier to blame God. It's easier to blame everybody else. It just is. And I, and I don't blame us for that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, what well, it's natural. That's the natural response. So when we experience that pain and we see the world through suffering, it's supposed to be teaching us something that that is this the world we want to leave behind right so if we see pain and suffering we're like well how can i prevent that from happening in in my life for my children and that's that's really what we're supposed to take from that because if we never see that suffering we don't know what we're protecting them from i cannot the hardest i try i cannot reconcile any other way the world could have been made I've tried to envision a world without suffering where we grow, and I just cannot envision a world that could work without pain. At least initially. I mean, it's the only way we have a it's the only way we have to contrast the bad from the good in a lot of ways is through is because of the existence of suffering. We would have to be, we would be robots. You know, we wouldn't fully understand or appreciate the good things if we didn't have the bad. 
I've tried. I've really tried to reconcile what this world would look like. And, you know, we can talk about how pain goes away when we go to heaven, but that's a different, that's a different thing, you know, because you understand pain when it's taken away from you and, and when you're in heaven, right? So, so you, 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 it makes heaven that much better because you've experienced suffering and now you're experiencing the opposite side of that suffering. You're, you're in a world in which suffering no longer exists, but you only value suffering no longer existing if you've experienced suffering. So it's like, again, I've really tried to reconcile that part of it, but I, 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 I definitely think pain is part of life and it's an essential component in life. And the cure for the pain is in the pain. You know, we, when we walk into that suffering, we can strengthen ourselves through it. Or we can deny it that it exists and hide in our corners and put our heads under the, you know, uh, in the dirt and never acknowledge its existence. And, and then we'll live in a place of constant fear and anxiety because we never really know if we're ever going to be emotionally handled when things fall apart again. Because things fall apart. That's reality. So the sooner we accept pain as part of life, the sooner we can start to mature and, and grow through it. Denying its existence and avoiding pain at all costs is just postponing our development. So, it really is a whole different philosophy and approach to life. You know, in... in um, the David, David Goggins was probably the, the single biggest, um, in most impactful people in my life. And he's, he's not even really a religious person, but he seemed to fully walk into this pain thing and, and transform it into something that was extremely powerful. And I've never really experienced that perspective, especially to that level. You know, you're always kind of like, yeah, I know I'm growing. But to get to the point where like you're you're like, you know what, this we can seek out pain. Like even learning something new, like educating ourselves and going to college, that's pain. Like I don't know about you, but it's not always fun to learn new things. You know, there, there's there's an element of suffering in in challenging our minds and developing a new skill. And so walking into that pain, volunteering for that so that we can grow. You know, it's something that we do without even realizing it. We're, we volunteer ourselves for this. And, and we can do that in our everyday lives. We can seek out new ways to walk into growth. And we know that initially it's going to be uncomfortable, but there's a reward on the other side of that. So, yeah. The cure for the pain is in the pain. Becky says, love C.S. Lewis. Good morning. Good morning, Becky. Hi, mom. Childbirth is painful, but the reward is positive. That's, <laughs> wow, if that ain't the perfect example of suffering versus reward, then I don't know what is. She says the hardest part of raising a child is not the birth itself. Yeah, it's all the suffering that comes comes after. But the, the, the I can honestly say that my, my most, Having kids has been the single biggest growth opportunity for me in my life. I didn't realize how soft I was until I had kids. I didn't realize how good I had it in terms of comfort until 
I had kids because kids will challenge you in every way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, more than, man, anything I've ever experienced in my life. That's, that's been the single, and it's, but like, like you said, it's, it's so incredibly rewarding at the same time. So it's like, it's like a bittersweet, it's like a bittersweet reality. So we can, we can resent the things in our lives that bring us pain, but quite often those things that bring us pain also help cultivate the strongest parts of ourselves. So it it is a weird relationship we have with pain because there's moments in your life where you're like, can this just stop and go away? I don't want to deal with this anymore. But that can be true for anything, not just child rearing. It can be true for any level of suffering. It's like, I don't want to deal with this today. (laughs) But the truth is, is, is if, if we don't give up, throw up our hands and walk away, we we're, we're getting in the trenches and we're getting, we're getting stronger, even though it doesn't feel like it, you know, walking into and volunteering ourselves to continually to fight against things falling apart is arguably the most courageous thing we can do, but it's also the the smartest thing we can do because it hopefully prepares us for that and next emotional battle. So good topic for today. I'm glad you all picked this quote. It was a good one. You're listening to wisdom worth knowing. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining, I want to thank you for giving us a shot. Don't forget to like share and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, and rumble before you go feed those algorithms so that the show continues to grow. You can also subscribe on wisdomworthknowing.org through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Before you head out or after you head out, don't forget to take advantage of the free offer for my listeners to get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. You can visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. And let's remember for today that the cure for the pain is in the pain. So walk into suffering today in some form, even if it's a little bit of suffering, and then maybe you'll have a little bit of growth. And we'll grow a little bit through it. And we'll do that every day, just like exercise. We'll start growing the physical, spiritual, and emotional muscles necessary to be better people. And until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can for today because that, as always, is all we can do. So thanks for stopping by. I will see you all tomorrow.